Welcome to What's the Point, an after-hours podcast series brought to you by Mobus. On today's episode, we're looking at why marketing needs to nurture a culture of creativity. And we're joined by brand strategist Katie Vickery and creative lead uh, Greg Bryant. And I think this is a particularly timely episode. We're keen to talk about the topic of creativity uh, uh, any, we don't need an excuse to really do we? We love the topic of creativity and developing a culture of creativity. But I think particularly important at the moment, as as brands and businesses are working remotely, we're having to come up with new ways to communicate with our stakeholders and our audiences. And so perhaps that shapes the level of creativity that that people are using, or or perhaps the volume of creativity we need to use in order to be able to to reach our audiences and to to change the worlds in which we exist. But if we start. From from the very beginning, Greg, um, what what do we mean by by creativity, and, and why is it important? Well, I think I think it's really important to remember that there's a difference between being a creative and being creative. That there, one is a role, and one is is a mindset. And I think that in the industry we work in, and and the kind of business that we work in, everybody within that company should be creative. Like it's a real cliche, but there's no such thing as a bad idea. There might be after it's been suggested, but that bad idea could spark something completely different in a whole set of people, and that's why never shut anything down. If it, if it starts to go down the wrong path, let it go that way for a while because it can spark something and spin you somewhere completely different. It's about it's about getting your head in the right space and not not shutting anything down and I think one of the key things is not to shut off and go creativity well that's the creative team or that's the studio it's not necessarily I think everybody in a business should be creative everybody should be encouraged to have ideas and to put them forward and um, looking at it from a creative standpoint and looking at particular creative jobs rather than just asking people to be creative I think it's really important that people have an input into that stuff which is why through lockdown it's been difficult because we're not as able to just display work around the office for people that aren't involved in a particular project to see it people involved in a project see it but what i always find really useful um, being in the office is when we when we're working on something and we put it up around the office on walls it's everywhere you can see it it's really important for me for people that aren't part of that project team to see it and to make comment on it because they're not close to it and for me we always sell stuff in with our team and we we can always give rationales and we can always say why we've done something or why we haven't done something but ultimately at the end of the day the audience don't get that rationale they get to see the final piece and you need to make sure that your message comes across in that final piece without explanation and that's why it's really important for me for everybody to have that slant and to be able to have input into something because they are seeing it cold we're not, the project team aren't, the people outside of the project team are. They're seeing it cold and that's how the audience sees it. So their input's vital for us to get it right. So Katie, you sit on the, the strategy side rather than the creative execution side. So how important do you think that that role of, of, of strategy is in empowering or unlocking creativity or, or guiding it? Should creativity be, be set on tracks and, and restricted or, or does... Does brand research uh, allow you to to unlock greater levels of, of freedom for the yeah, creative teams? I think that's a really, really good question. It's, it's an interesting um, 
area and it's something that I, I love working with um, the creative team on, on concepts and, and campaigns. I think I heard an analogy recently, someone I used to work with um, who was actually a creative director said that um, strategy is the protein and creative is the workout. It kind of, it should give you, it should give the creative team the tools they need to, to have a really focused um, uh, creative concepting phase. I think the danger we face is that when strategy isn't involved in creative uh, concepting and campaigns, that there's so many different options for how we can speak to our audience and so many different ways in which we can communicate our product or our brand messages. And I think that without that consumer insight, that that kind of message can get really diluted or can be really unclear. And um, I think it's something that I'm really, really passionate about where we, you know, as Greg said, making sure that, yes, people who aren't necessarily involved in a project can get to see creative and get to interrogate it and poke it a little bit, but also getting people who maybe are in the target audience to, to review that creative before it actually goes live. It's something we've done um, quite quite more recently and it's, it's proven really, really, you know, effective and successful where, I don't know, we might be doing a campaign for the Royal Society of Chemistry and we're speaking to Gen Z. I'd, I mean, I'd love to be a member of the Gen Z community, but unfortunately I'm not. Um, where we, you know, we use people who are in that community, who are of that demographic to critique our creative because, you know, we might think, think something's really cool and I sound old just saying the word cool. <laughs> we might say something, think something's really relevant or resonate with that audience. But we don't actually know that we're making massive assumptions about the audience and i think that it's really really important to evolve them because you know we, we can make assumptions but, but it might not be right and i think um it's, it's not just about um as greg was saying it's not just uh creativity in the sort of sense that you are a creative but being able to have that kind of input into the creative process is really really valuable and you know it's it's why we, we work in agencies we love kind of being around creative people we love kind of immersing ourselves in, in those different um, concepts, you know, sessions. Um, it, it's really, really, it's so, much, it's so much fun. And it means that you kind of get to, you know, really think about what we're trying to achieve. And, and yes, you know, we, we try and, you know, we're trying to achieve a client's objectives and their business objectives in the, the day, but we're, we're kind of really at the coalface and getting to speak to those, you know, particular audiences and try and, you know, really make sure that resonates with them. So I think strategy is hugely important when it comes to um, guiding creative. And, you know, Greg and I talk so, so much about, you know, the most important part of a creative brief for us is single-minded proposition. And um, I've given it to Greg many times on just a, a post, uh, on a post-it to say, this is, you know, this is all you need really, because in order for Greg to do some really, you know, very single-minded creative, he needs something that's boiled down to just a few words to, to use that as a real springboard rather than it get too sort of cloudy and um, sort of uh, unfocused. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree more. It's 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 one of the things that's vital, and that that like I said, that like Katie said, that single minded proposition is crucial because without that, as a creative team, we can spend the first day or two days of a project trying to work out what we're saying or what the message could be, and trying to think, trying to build that into the creative process and go right firstly let's come up with what the message is before we start to dress that up there are times where we're involved in that and there are times where it, it's predominantly a strategic piece and that's so crucial to what we do because it allows us to focus purely on that single-minded proposition and say right this is exactly what we need to say now I can focus all of my creative time on working out how we say it and and I, and I also second what Katie was saying about testing it there are focus groups where you can test it there are places you can test it but but without actually speaking to the audience even if it's a case of showing it to five or six people because it's not within the budget 
we still have to test it otherwise it's just our opinion and and what what i find is whenever we rationalize something or wherever we have reason for something it can't be wrong everything is done for a reason and is there for a reason and as soon as you lose that and as soon as you your reason for something is it looks nice or it sounds nice or i like it and i'm not in the audience that's not enough that's not enough to to sell into clients that's not enough for clients to have confidence that what they're putting out because ultimately they're putting it out you know we're doing it but they're putting it out and that for me doesn't give a client the confidence to go i know this is right because the flip to that as well is a lot of the time the client's not the target audience and and you're doing stuff based on a brief that you're given or sometimes you're changing things based on a client's opinion and if you've got that backup you've done the work based on what the audience has said then there is your pushback to the client to say it's a fair point it might be something that we thought of at the time but actually having spoken to the audience they agree with it they like it or they don't like it so we've changed it you you have that you have that confidence and that backup to be able to say we kind of know this is right because we've tested it I'm curious to know whether any business or brand can unlock greater levels of creativity. So we often work with um, maybe more B2B clients that work in particular sectors where they feel perhaps that either it's down to regulation or if it's down to to just culture and habit that it's it's difficult to to be more creative in what they do or it's unnecessary. What do you what do you think about that? Is it are there always areas for unlocking greater levels of creativity, even if it's just changing from the norm of what you normally do? Yeah, I think so. I think there's there's um, there's a danger that when people think of creativity, they think of really wacky out there stuff, stuff that's off the wall, and people thinking, well, unless we do that, we're not being creative. We can't be creative. We're in this particular industry. That's not being creative. Being creative is being smart and is is being clever within the space that you're working in, making yourself stand out as much as you can within that space and within your restrictions. Because we have to remember as well, when we're trying to create something, we have to be respectful to the brand, not just what it looks like, but what the brand is, what it stands for, who it is. And not everybody is, not every person and not every brand is out there and wacky. So it's about being creative within your space being the way i think of it is is being creative is being smart it's being smart with what you've got to work with and getting the most out of it and for me that's creative so every single business should be creative in their space i'm not talking about um blue chip companies going out and doing loads of street art around around london and going look at look at us look at all our guerrilla marketing <laughs> that's not going to work but that doesn't necessarily mean they can't be creative with what they with the tools that they've got to play with and that's what it is for me it's about a smartness it's about being switched on to your audience your space and making yourself stand out as much as you can in that space yeah and i, I was just going to say i think i think that's a really interesting point and i think it's also around um the kind of mindset that people have we talked about this before where you know, creativity doesn't have to be being able to, you know, do these lovely scans that our guys do. It, it could be about innovation. It might be how people approach a certain project or a certain task. It might be that um, they want to involve lots of different people from across the business to get different perspectives. I mean, 
there's a really, really good book called um, Rebel Ideas by uh, Matthew Side, and it's all around making sure you have different people who have different backgrounds and different approaches and different kind of, I guess, neurological makeup to, to tackle a different uh, problem or, you know, project. And I think that is that, that for me is a creative way of approaching a, a task or a challenge. So I think, I think there's different ways of doing it. And this is, this is a B2C example, and I'm sure um, my fellow Mobies will be fed up of hearing me talk about it, but the, um, the body form campaign that was re launched recently, which is all around womb stories, that was not only a beautifully executed, executed campaign and rooted in consumer insight, it was also the way that they actually did the production of that project, of that whole campaign was really, um, was very, very creative in that they got the people who were their actual audience to be on the production crew. So they had, you know, a, a female creative team, a female client, um, a female set of producers and directors because they understood exactly what they were trying to get out of each of those little stories that they were telling as part of that campaign so again it's not just the fact that it was a hugely creative execution in terms of you know all the different lovely animations and films and stories but the way they went about it so i don't think it has to just be on the output but the way in which you go go through a process to get that output can also be creative so um i think it can definitely be applicable for all types of business i think my advice for a business would be to say and look at the parameters in which you have to operate look at the sort of you know you know whether it's regulatory parameters that you you cannot break outside of and work out what you can do within that space work out whether you can involve different teams work out whether there is a different way of doing things that's going to you know not just be optimum for you know for the bottom line but also can kind of help you to to really enrich your business in terms of the way it operates I think that's oh sorry. I was just going to say I think that's really interesting. You you've, you're suggesting that it's a mindset change. So I like that. I like the fact of that 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 example is a really powerful example. It's one where it's 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 a shift in mindset that has meant they hire different people to match a team with the opportunities. And I was drawn by something actually that that Greg said earlier on about it being everyone's responsibility. So you've got to nurture that culture and that mindset to get people thinking about creativity. But it's interesting because Greg, when I introduced you, I called us, I called you our creative lead. Mm. So if, if you're our creative lead, then it's obviously your responsibility. How do we nurture it being everyone's responsibilities? One of the things that, that we do at Mobas when we can is encourage everybody to, to to come up with with ideas and often when it comes for us presenting ideas we've got an attitude that we need to respect everybody's ideas and we've got to have a culture whereby people can feel creative enough mm -hmm. to or, or, or sorry uh, free and supported enough that they can call you out so greg i think that's a rubbish idea <laughs> it doesn't work with who we are and what we do and actually it could be that the the junior account exec has got a great idea that actually will perfectly align it's it's that it's that mindset mindset shift yeah it, it is and, and like, like i said earlier one of the key ways to do that which we haven't been able to do through lockdown is being able to display work when you're working on it it's really important to to have the process up to have all the stages up to, to be able to go in and write on stuff anybody can go in and stick some post-its on something and, and and have a look at it and put suggestions in there but i think as well one of the key things that I've missed through through lockdown that is part it's not part of the creative process but I think of it as part of the creative process is is those those almost those downtimes where you can walk through the office and stop and talk to someone for five minutes about something that's not necessarily work because it's it it can do one of two things 
it can give your brain, if you're trying to crack something, it can give your brain a bit of downtime, even if it's only five minutes, and then it fires up again. And once it fires up, you get all that power back in one push, and then it might push something through. Or a lot of the time, I find an idea will come from a mundane or a really innocent conversation because in the back of my bright mind, it's still ticking over what I've got to try and get done. And someone might say something or might say a phrase in a conversation that, that is just natural for that conversation that makes me think, oh, hang on, that could work here. Or if I take that, that could work. So it, it's not always even about giving people the opportunity to get involved. That's really important. But it's also about, for me, always being switched on to those, to those people and what they're saying, even if they're not talking about a piece of work, that, that can still fire something up. But, but going back to your point, Adam, the, the key thing for me is, is that encouragement of people to have an opinion, for people to not feel intimidated by anybody within the business. And I don't think they are. I think from top to bottom, everybody is, is very open and feels that they can talk to anybody about anything throughout the business and have an opinion on something which is really important um and i think it's really important for people to feel confident that they're not just going to get shot down if they have an opinion on something that never happens we'll always take anybody's opinion on board it might be a reason it might be something we've considered and ruled out but you involve them in that in that conversation if someone puts an idea forward and that that is the scenario you can talk them through it and talk them through why something has changed or why something has gone moved away from a and moved on to b and actually that can then still you're then involved in a conversation about ideas with someone who's who's from anywhere else in the business you can often just be sat on a sofa or sat in a room looking at something going yeah what you're saying is great we did think about that and this is and then they might come up with something else and something else and suddenly people are involved in those creative conversations which is really important so i want to pose a question if uh, a business or brand fully embraces creativity and switches their mindset and uses every single opportunity to be highly creative in, in what they do and as an end result um, their their brand is significantly different their outreach is significantly advanced they speak to their audience is there a point where you have to rein it in to maintain consistency in what in what you do can brands unlock multiple windows of creativity and still be authentic to, to who they are so i think that's a really good question i think um i think if you've got that kind of mindset and culture within your business then your brand has to evolve along with that if you then become a very you know creative business you kind of you know look at problems with you know multiple faceted approaches and you you know take every opportunity that then becomes part of your culture and your brand should reflect that I think you don't want to be sort of um I guess reined in I, I think it's a really fantastic thing to show that that's what you can you you have the you maybe didn't realize that you had those capabilities or you had that initiative in you within the business and so being able to kind of harness that and uncover it is a really exciting thing and it's something we sometimes find when we do sort of brand strategy projects where you know, a, a business might be a business operating in the professional services sector and they say, oh, we're very, very good at what we do. We're very, very good at, you know, law or we're very good at finance or whatever it might be. And actually, when you speak to their staff and you speak to their customers, they're actually incredibly progressive or they're very innovative and no one else in their market's doing that. So 
I actually think uncovering those things and bringing those things to the fore can be a really good way of setting your brand apart from the rest of the competition. Um, and also it, then it can really empower the internal team and remind them why they chose to work at that company rather than another. So I think that, I, I think it's kind of the opposite. I think your brand should kind of evolve with the business, not the other way around. I don't think your brand should sort of hold you back. Mm, and, and, yeah, and I think I think as well there's 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 scales of, of creativity and, and like I said right at the start, the difference is not to be confused with the creative industry and being creative in your industry. They a business can be creative. Ultimately being creative as a business is about having great ideas. Not necessarily great creative ideas, using creative in its common sense it's about having great ideas whether that's great ideas about your hr and how that works or whether that's great ideas around running your how your accounting department works great ideas within a business make that business work better and make that business stand out from competition any business should have great ideas at the center of it whether that's how the business is run or whether that's a business like ours that that is based on producing great ideas for clients and having great ideas internally. It, they're, they're two different things. Having great ideas for clients is very different to, to having a business that's based on great ideas and built on great ideas. Uh, so jumping, jump, <laughs> jumping back in, if a business was to want to be more creative or to uh, a business accepts that creativity is a problem or we're too restrictive or it's stuck within one part of the business, what steps could they actively um, take to become more creative or to unlock the potential of creativity within their, their business or their marketing? So I, I first, first of all think from a cultural perspective, I think it's important to remove any barriers. So if you do work in a company where, I don't know, only certain levels of seniority people can you know, have ideas or, you know, people maybe aren't listened to or there's a certain, you know, authority or decision-making gatekeeping process system, then I think, you know, really knocking down, down those barriers can be really, really uh, powerful and really, really important. So empowering the internal team, I think, is a really good thing. Um, I think being able to encourage people to think differently and, and approach things differently is important as well. I think hiring the right people, people who have you know, sponges for brains. And I don't mean that in terms of having a soft brain. I mean, in terms of soaking everything up and taking all these different things in. I think we are naturally quite curious people um, at Mobas. We, we know we, we're magpies, we see ideas, we take them on board. We like to, you know, learn new skills and, and all that sort of thing. And I think in encouraging that sort of, um, uh, you know, looking for those sorts of people when you're recruiting as well is really important. So I think it's twofold. I think it's a two-way two -way relationship. It's got to be from you know, the, 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 the senior people in the, in the actual business kind of being able to encourage these changes and knock down barriers. But it's also about the people that work within the business and bringing people on board who have that right mindset. And you can also sort of shake things up a bit. I think, you know, this sort of team of rivals concept is a brilliant one and having people who can kind of come in and, you know, not, not be aggressive, but people who can come in and have fresh ideas kind of makes everyone sit up to attention a bit and, you know, try and raise their game. And if you can make creativity a real, sort of um, a real KPI, if you like, when you're hiring people, then I think that's a really positive thing. Yeah, I think so. And I think, and I think also that culture comes from within, but has to be, has to be lived by it. It has to come from the top as well. The top, the, the people at the top have to abide by it as well as, as well as people throughout the business. And you can't just claim to, to be that type of business without living it. If you do that, it's never going to work. And, and that's why, um, 
it's always a bugbear of mine where, where businesses say that this is the type of business we are because that's the type of business they want to be but they're not actually that type of business and then actually it, it's almost not an act that's the wrong word but it's that kind of thing of trying to force yourself into a particular culture and if that isn't your culture then it isn't your culture I think you you need to embrace it and sometimes if you if you do have a cultural shift it happens over time and it might be like you're saying with 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 ideas from from people within the business it might start with an, an anonymous um suggestions box just as an example which over time gets broken down and actually then becomes an open door policy where actually i don't want it to be anonymous i want to be proud of the idea so i'm going to go and talk to someone about it because i know and i know that i'm not going to get shot down and that's the kind of business i work for i can walk into that office and say what about this what about this what about this and be proud of those suggestions but it might start with that suggestions box if you're that far that way and it needs to it needs to convert over time but but as katie said i think one of the key things is just the encouragement the encouragement you give people to be able to put forward ideas or to speak to people about ideas from, from anything about, you know, um, I don't know, maybe we should have a coffee machine in this room to, 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 to big out their ideas. I think, I think it's important that you encourage people to, to be able to do that without any incrimination or without feeling silly about doing it at all. It's the only way you get every, all the ideas out. If if you've got a culture where people think I can put forward little ideas, they might get shot down and they might not, then you're never going to get the big ideas out of people because sometimes they can make massive shifts and make massive changes. And pe- if people, if someone's afraid to say, shouldn't we do? You know, shouldn't we have a coffee machine in reception, for example? If they're afraid to say that, they're never going to give you the big ideas that are really going to make a difference. I think that's really interesting. And I think the key thing to reflect on isn't the what opportunities um, are there out there if we're more creative. It's, it's what are we going to miss if we're not? What are we going to miss if we restrict the creativity of our people? What you know, We're just not getting the best out of people, are we? It's like if you, your, your team members are there, you're, they're, they're partners in your organisation, you're paying them to support you and your business. And so it, it just seems foolish not to not to encourage them to to participate and drive this creativity and if you can't create a culture whereby people are open to 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 challenge and to question and to come up with ideas then it could be really crippling for for your business or your organization i was just going to say i think that it's um i think it's amazon who run their meetings in a certain way whereby an agenda is circulated before the meeting everyone is asked to input into that agenda then notes are written up and then everyone comes to that meeting with all those notes on the piece of paper in front of them. And the first five minutes of that meeting are everyone reading those notes. And then you have a discussion. So it means that every single person in that meeting, no matter how senior or how junior you are, has taken on board all of those comments. And then you have a discussion about it. It's not, you know, the most senior person in the room does all the talking and makes a decision. And then everyone else kind of says, oh, yes, I agree with them. It's it's about how everyone having a, having a voice and then everyone, you know, then making, having discussions and making decisions on face value and not based on how junior or senior someone is. Mm. And nothing changes if you don't encourage that. If you have people that keep coming and you just replace a person who goes with a person to come in and do exactly the same thing and say to them, this is just the way it is, nothing would ever change. That person might come in and go, well, actually, we can do it this way. And it's, it's more beneficial. So unless you encourage that, nothing will ever change and you'll just stay exactly where you are and watch the competition around you go past you. And you just stay static and stay where you are. And ultimately, right, that's what we want all of our clients. That's what all business wants. It wants to move forward. It wants to be ahead of the competition. 
And if you if you if you get people in and don't allow them that freedom, you're basically asking them to stand still. And if that's what you're asking your staff to do, that's what the business is going to do. And that's the point. That's the point. That's the point. <laughs>